In this bulletin, Russian President Vladimir Putin pulls out of G20 talks in Indonesia. A boom in natural gas further jeopardising global climate goals. And in sport, England to meet Pakistan in the final of the 2020 World Cup. With the latest from the SBS newsroom, I'm Hannah Kwan. Russian President Vladimir Putin will not attend the Group of 20 summit in Indonesia next week. The Russian leader's absence will avoid a possible confrontation with the United States and its allies over his war in Ukraine. United States President Joe Biden, Chinese President Xi Jinping and other world leaders are to attend the two-day summit on the island of Bali. Lahut Bensar Panjitan, the chief of support for the G20 event, said Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov will instead lead the Russian delegation. It has been officially informed that Russia's President Vladimir Putin will not attend the G20 summit and will be represented by a high-level official. And this has been discussed by President Joko Widodo and Putin in previous telephone conversations. As the current leader of the G20, the Indonesian president wants to accommodate everyone by communicating with all the leaders. Whatever happens with Russia's decision, it is for our common good and the best for all of us. A new report shows a boom in natural gas is undermining already insufficient efforts to limit global warming to 1.5 degrees. The report from Climate Action Tracker shows planning and build-up of liquefied and other natural gas projects would add 2 billion tonnes of carbon dioxide equivalent a year to the air by 2030. The spike in gas projects coming online has in part been caused by Russia's invasion of Ukraine. But Bill Hare from one of the groups behind the report, Climate Analytics, says that if all the projects eventuate, the build-up would produce five times the amount of gas it's supposed to replace from Russia. We've had a look at what are the drivers behind uh, greenhouse gas emissions growth and also what's likely to cause large growth in the future. And we were quite shocked to discover that there's an absolutely massive pipeline of uh, liquefied natural gas projects around the world that would more than double uh, LNG, liquefied natural gas capacity, by 2030. would be far above uh, where we need to be for the uh, uh, one and a half degree pathway. The federal government has announced a review into a program for resettling Afghan nationals who worked for Australia during its 20-year mission in Afghanistan. Foreign Affairs Minister Penny Wong has been highly critical of how the Morrison government handled the relocation of Afghans employed by the federal government, especially after the Taliban takeover of Kabul last year. A report into the evacuation effort found there had been procedural delays, with many Afghans left behind at great risk. Ms Wong has told a Senate Estimates Committee the review will examine how decisions about visa applications were made and whether the law that underpins the program should be changed. The principle that Australia should demonstrate its willingness to help those who helped us is not only an ethical imperative, it's also a national security imperative, because obviously if we don't help people who helped us, then people are less likely to help us in other circumstances. Aboriginal leaders say there are problems with the way Victoria's Stolen Generations Redress Scheme is operating, claiming it is re-traumatising people. 
The scheme, launched seven months ago, provides eligible people an apology and a $100,000 payment. About 1,200 people in Victoria are eligible for the scheme, but as of October there had only been 489 applications, with 117 payments issued, well behind other jurisdictions with similar schemes. Yorta Yorta and Jajarung woman Muriel Bamblett is the CEO of the Victorian Aboriginal Childcare Agency. It's quite mean-spirited in the way that it's being operated. If it's just about ticking a box and filling out forms, then not understanding what our Aboriginal people have lost throughout this process. I think we're not only grieving the fact that, you know, lost um, family, lost connection to culture, lost community, but, you know, the isolation... The Victorian government says it is monitoring the scheme and is considering if more resources are needed. Prominent Chinese dissident Bao Tong has died in Beijing aged 90. Bao was a leading voice for political reform in the Chinese Communist Party who rose to be a top aide to former Communist Party General Secretary Zhao Jianga. But the pair were purged from the party after expressing support for students involved in the bloody 1989 Tiananmen Square crackdown. Bao spent much of his life since 1989 in prison or detention and had most recently been living in a Beijing suburb under tight police supervision. Turning to sport and England will play Pakistan in the 2020 World Cup final after thrashing India in their second semi-final at Adelaide Oval. Set 169 runs to win Alex Hale's blasted 86 not out from 47 balls as England reached 0 for 170 with 24 balls to spare. India posted 6 for 168 with Hadrick Punja smacking five sixes and Virat Kohli making his fourth half century from six knocks in the tournament. England's 10-wicket win means they'll beat Pakistan at the MCG on Sunday night after they beat New Zealand by seven wickets on Wednesday. And that is the latest SBS News. I'm Hannah Kwan. 